Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello there. This is the Balugatoons podcast. Andy here. Thank you so much for deciding to listen to this week's episode. Uh, as usual, I'm frantically finding my way to the correct folder so I can read to you the the, the items <laughs> that are. Let's see uh, what's on the agenda this week. Uh, I talk about the film Garden State in this week's Podflix section. You get to hear my thoughts on Zach Braff's very own independent film. Does it count as independent film? I never I never really know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to talk about that. There is obviously a six-minute shout-out, and that's as much as I can tell you. Mum's the word. <laughs> it says here, A Kevin Smith Christmas. Well, I, I know what the title of this week's episode is going to be. It's funny, I, I, I seem to always have Christmas-related episodes when it's nowhere near Christmas. I mean, before it was because I was talking about Christmas films in Podflix. Uh, but this week it's just because I'm overexcited. Uh, I, I don't care that you know, it's not even October. I, I, just, I just want my Christmas fix. <laughs> so yeah, just... I'm just really looking forward to December. I think my birthday is on the 3rd of December, but I I feel like I'm getting to an age where I love Christmas and I don't really care so much about my birthday anymore. <laughs> I tend to overlook it now. So yeah, uh anyway. Um so the the about, I'm a, I am about to get get onto the first segment which is Podflix. So yeah, Garden State 2004, wasn't it? Uh I'm guessing that's what it is. I don't care. <laughs> um, you've got to hear my thoughts on this one. Uh, I I had to kind of add a, a few extra bits and pieces at the end of this episode because I didn't quite have the time to give all of my thoughts on it this week. I I only have six seconds. Six six seconds. <laughs> I have a bit more than that, don't I? Yeah, six six minutes is what I meant to say. So yeah, uh, listen to my thoughts on Garden State, followed by the announcement, the the reveal of the film I shall be talking about in next week's episode. Got there eventually. This is your one opportunity to do something that no one has ever done before and that no one will copy again throughout human existence. And, and if nothing else, you'll be remembered as, as the one guy who ever did this. This one thing. How's that? 
Oh, I've done that one before. <laughs> a quietly troubled young man returns home from, for his mother's funeral after being estranged from his family for a decade. Okay, Garden State is a film that I definitely heard a lot about. Uh, I, I can remember when it came out and... Uh, it, I, I seem to remember it, it got mostly positive reviews. Um, and one thing I will say is that based on one particular image, and I'm actually looking at that one right now here on IMDb, there's a, there's a poster image, and it's the, the part of the film where the three main characters um, are standing in the rain on top of that... Um, is it, is it like a digger or a bulldozer or something? Um, and they're just shouting. Uh, and I think from that image and a couple of others that I, I'd seen, a couple of other publicity photos and, and stuff, uh, I'd kind of put together my own version on what kind of film this was. Because the the image I because uh, that, that that poster image to me it made the characters look like they were protesting against something, and I think it, uh, I, I I couldn't look at it any other way for some reason. You know, th this is a film that I never saw. I I I only watched it for this segment. That that was the first time I'd seen it. Um, so yeah. It's funny how your mind kind of it looks when you look at something, your mind kind of interprets it in, in its own unique way. So yeah, um, it, it's funny how it it turned out to be a much more straightforward film. It, it wasn't about uh, people kind of banding together and tr trying to. To, to reach a specific goal or, or really it was more of, a, of an emotional film um, and here's the thing because I think I'm still kind of making up my mind about Zach Braff because aside from Scrubs I don't think I've ever seen any of, uh, of his films because he, he directed and wrote this film as well as playing the part of the main character um, and I, you know, I I didn't really enjoy it as much as as I hoped I would. I, I suppose I kind of had high hopes. I I had a feeling that it would it would be my kind of film. But now I can say, I I wouldn't I wouldn't actually say it is. It it's you know it, it's it's decent. It, you know, <laughs> I can understand people really loving it. Um, yeah, it, it, the the, the Dramas good, the acting's good, the 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 humour is fine. One thing that I just felt like, yeah, I I just I I personally found it quite bland throughout well, for, for most of the scenes. I would say, I, I feel like the not so interesting or memorable scenes tended to just drag on for so long, and the the more memorable parts. They just seemed to just—they were just so brief, and 
So, uh, yeah, I, I felt like I was trying to enjoy parts of it, but then there were, you know, those moments would just end and and be back to more talking and. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't find Zach Braff particularly interesting to 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 see in the, in these these kinds of slow moving dialogue heavy because like, he plays this character who's um in in some moments extremely you know at, at the beginning it's just like all silent moments with this character you don't really hear him speak until you see him at his job i think and um you know it, I, I think that's the kind of thing if if um if somebody else directed this this film I would probably be be all over it. I don't know. I I, I feel like, in, in my opinion, I, I I can't think of any anyone anyone particular. But yeah, I um I, I feel like it could have worked for me, but I yeah I just found it really bland how this character would would be silent and everything's directed in this 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 kind of I don't know. It it. it it, it it does. It's that kind of slow burner thing. I think I'm, I'm not really into anything that's that's really a slow burner. And then there'll be other scenes where he's having a long conversation with people, and I did not get invested. It, it, uh, and it's another one where you know I, I wasn't distracted. I didn't get restless throughout this one, fortunately. But I, I didn't really care. I didn't really care what the characters were going through, you know, because it's an emotional film. And again, I I, I feel like. If it was given to some other people, if if it was made by somebody else, who I can I find I have more of a connection with, I don't know, whatever, maybe I would have preferred it. Would I watch it again? I'm gonna say no, a definite no. It's it's really not my my kind of thing. But yeah, I'm glad I, I'm glad I decided to. Well, I'm glad I ended up with this one. Um, it's it was an experience. So yeah. I, um this is this is how you find out if you like if you like these I, I sound like I'm padding. I'm 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 actually not because I've I've hit the uh six minute mark just fine. <laughs> so tell me, internet, um what film will I be talking about in this segment on the next episode of the Beluga Tunes podcast? <laughs> Pippi on the run. Nineteen seventy. What is my purpose? You pass butter. It is time for the six-minute shout-out. So let's spin that internet wheel. Go, go, big spin. Lots of things are on this wheel, old and new. It could be literally anything, anything that I can Google. Pretty much. It's slowing down. What has it landed on? It has landed on Milo Murphy's Law. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Comedy Bang Bang is uh, onto its final 10 episodes. So, yeah, kind of sad news uh, for Weird Al. Because I did make a big thing about Al being part of the, uh, being like a new member of the Comedy Bang Bang family. Um, but the good news is that um, he's got his own animated series that's going to be starting rather soon. What was the date that I had here? 
<laughs> I probably should have. Um, I'm just looking at uh, the YouTube page because basically um, there doesn't seem to be any footage of it yet, but there there is um, the, the intro can be found on YouTube. That's what I'm looking at now. So yeah, uh, this is exciting because I I'm pretty sure this is the first time that Weird Al has had his um, his own TV show uh, since the Weird Al show in 1997. So it's been a long time. Because um, I know that he has he's made cameos on all sorts of shows. It's, it seems like animated shows seem to be where he's most at home. Like when it, he'll, he'll pop up on pretty much anything from Adventure Time to The Simpsons to My Little Pony. So yeah, he, he's done the rounds in regards to. I think he was, he was even in one of the Transformers cartoons. I, I've no idea which one. I've no idea if it was a film, TV show, or but yeah, quite an early one, I think. But yeah, uh, so there, there has there has been that. Yeah, um, it's it's apparently due to premiere on October the third, so we've still got another month to go. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to checking this out because it it, it, it it's been a long time since we we've seen Al in the kind of in the lead role of something, because like, you know, as I said, it's mostly been cameo appearances on TV shows because. What was interesting with Comedy Bang Bang is he felt like that that was the first time in a long time that he it had a day job. Because even with the um, the music side of things, that was more, you know, you, it's a job, but it's it, it it's not like you 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 have a, a a fixed routine for that. You have to kind of go through different stages, and. You know, you've got making records, and after that, you've got going on tour and things like that. So, so once again, he's he's in a position where he's kind of paid to show up and do all of these episodes. So yeah, I think that's going to be interesting to see. Oh, and by the way. Yeah, because I I never actually watched Phineas and Ferb, but this is kind of this is like uh, it it is from the same creators. I was going to say a spin off, but I don't think it is. <laughs> I I wouldn't know. I I I think I've, I I get yeah uh, you know, I've watched a little, a little bit of Phineas and Ferb, and it does seem to be rather funny. So I I'm probably going to check that out at some point. It's, it's another. Another thing to add to my extended, ever extending list. Um, so yeah. Uh, so what's this show going to be about anyway? <laughs> I haven't read out anything. So it says here, Milo Murphy's Law, previously titled Mikey Murphy's Law, hmm. is an upcoming animated television series from the creators of Phineas and Ferb, uh, Dan Povenmire and... Jeff Swampy Marsh, scheduled to premiere on October the third, two thousand sixteen, on Disney XD. Um, 
anything else. The series revolves around the title character Milo Murphy, who is the descendant of Edward A. Murphy Jr., the namesake of Murphy's Law, which states that anything can go wrong, will go wrong. So here's the cast of characters. Weirdo Yankovic as Milo Murphy. Sabrina Carpenter as Melissa Chase. Um, Mackay, is that how you say that? I, sorry, sorry Mackay if that's, if that's not how you say your name. Uh, Mackay Curtis as Zach Underwood. Yeah. Christian Slater as Elliot Decker. Vanessa Williams as Eileen Underwood. Sarah Chalk as Mrs. Murawski. Jermaine Clement as Dr. Zone. Mackenzie Phillips as Principal Mulder. Chrissy Fitt as Amanda Lopez. Ming Na Wen, again, I don't know if I'm getting these right, but as Savannah. Brett Dalton as Brick. Vincent Martella as Bradley Nicholson. Diedrich Bader as Martin Murphy. Pamela Adlon as Bridget Murphy. Kate Micucci as uh, Sarah Murphy. Dee Bradley Baker as D.O.G. Greg Sipes as Mort Schaefer. Uh, Sophie Winkleman as Time Ape. Uh, Michael Colross as Kyle Draco. Kevin Michael, Rich, Rich, Kevin Michael Richardson as Coach Nolan Mitchell. Dan Povenmire as Vinnie Dakota. And Jeff Swampy Marsh, Marsh as Balthazar Cavendish. Right. That'll make more sense when I, when I actually sit down and watch the show. But yeah, some really funny, talented people there. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Milo Murphy's Law, Disney XD. And it's coming on the 3rd of October, 2016. Do you need to like a frog to work here? Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir, do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump, F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know, uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's flubber. The fump. What is the fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including the great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. 
Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. I made myself a cup of tea for this. Because <laughs> this is going to be a bit of an extra long um, marathon of recording. Because here's the thing. I usually do a bit of recording on Monday and then a bit of recording on Tuesday, a bit of recording on Wednesday, and a bit of recording on Thursday. Um, but uh, this week, I was a bit... I, I wasn't busy, but I was listening out for my postman <laughs> on Tuesday and Wednesday. So right now it's Thursday. So normally I'd just be doing the intro and outro for the podcast. Because I, I, I like to do the intro um, after I've done everything else because that means I can actually tell you what's, what's to be expected in the next half hour. Um, yeah, and, and, and so... I've just done the six minute shout out segment and so yeah, uh, I've gone straight on to this one and I'm going to be recording the intro and the outro after I've done this, like immediately after I've done this. So everything's going in the exact same order but I'm sort of cramming these all into one sitting. So yeah, that's uh, that's not how I usually do it. So I thought I'd prepare myself, I'd make a cup of tea. Cheers. Ah. <laughs> there we go. Um, I need to tell you about uh, the, uh, the password security stuff that's been going on. And this is mainly for my, my own benefit. I'm not going to go on at length about this. But this week, let's see, on Monday, I sat down and forced myself to update some of my passwords, keep up the security, come up with some new cryptic codes for all of my accounts yeah i um i think i'm getting to the habit of that i think i'm probably going to do that every monday monday is going to be like the fresh slate day of my week my weekly routine there's that and i'm also charging my bluetooth shower speaker rock and roll all right <laughs> um <laughs> There, there isn't really that much else to say. I mean, at this point, I kind of like to to say something like as, as a little note, note to self. Yeah, uh, what was I going to tell myself to do? I can't remember. What was the things that I, I keep putting off and forgetting about? I mean, I've, I've done lots of important things today. It's been a very productive week, to be honest. Like, cow's play, that's another thing that I, I like to bring up in this segment. The funny thing about that is, I was working on the latest cows play, and I, I, I very nearly got it finished last night. And today is when I like to um, set it up and you know, make, make sure it's all finished and post it so that it, it will arrive on the website uh, first thing tomorrow. But then I realised I don't have to do that. Because I'd already come up with one months ago, um, and and it's uh, yeah I the reason that I'd 
set it to automatically appear on bluegatoons.com uh, on Friday the 2nd of September is because it was Yoga Hoses related. Yoga Hoses is Kevin Smith's new movie. It, it's uh, been screened at uh, Sundance, I think, and, and also Edinburgh. I think, I think there was an Edinburgh festival of, of some description. <laughs> um, I closed the IMDb tab, so I'm just, <laughs> just spouting out information. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but I think the official release date um, to act like to local cinemas um, is the second of September. I think that's right. So as you listen to this, it will already have been released in America, at least. I have no idea when we're going to see it because I'm intrigued. I've seen the trailer. I mean, because I thought Tusk was pretty good. <laughs> That says more about me than anything else. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not a pleasant film, but it's <laughs> it's one that I you know, I thought there's some creativity in there. I get Kevin Smith. I, I he's an inspiration to me because you know he'll, he'll just he'll not listen to anyone. He'll say I'm going to do this no matter what anybody says. <laughs> and I think that just I just find that really encouraging. Um. Yeah. Uh, Today has uh, been it's been quite mild. It hasn't been too too hot. We've, we've had some very humid days, so I'm glad that. <laughs> yeah, I was on my phone to my brother uh, the other day, and I, I, I won't give give out too much too much information because I I just I mentioned to him that I was on my way home from town, and he was like, "Oh, did you get anything?" And I said, "Well, it's kind of top secret because." It's Christmas related because last year um, I wanted to do something a bit different. I wanted to do, to give people presents that they would remember, like do, just do something that was memorable. I thought if if I give out the presents in special gift bags, make them kind of like goodie bags, so it's not just the one gift. Um, and I wasn't going to go for like super cheap party bag gifts, but I thought I'll. I'll Put some special things in, like some cake and um, some some prints of my comics, uh, and also some unique things that, that are kind of specifically suited to whoever I'm giving the present to, whoever whoever's bag it is. Um, so yeah, uh, and that was fun. It, it was fun to do, and this year because I've got the money to do so. I'm I'm gonna do something a little bit more cost effective, but I I really feel like it's gonna be worth it. it it's gonna be, it's gonna involve a lot of creativity. Um, yeah, I, I so want to talk about it in more detail, but yeah, uh, it'll become because I, <laughs> this only applies to my family. I'm just realizing, but yeah, I'm I'm also thinking ahead. Like you know, it's an early time to think about Christmas, obviously. But then again, you know, you know, we're into September now. It's just October, November, and then December. And to me, the whole of December is Christmas. That, that's that's what I've been finding um, 
over the past few years. That's when I put up my traditional ornament. I just have the one Christmas ornament that I put on top of my television, but it's a nice one. And I, cause, cause I can still put things on my television. I don't have a flat screen. I have one of the old, <laughs> yeah, the old clunky sets. I mean, it works perfectly fine. That's, that's why I like it. Cause it works. Yeah. So, and yeah, but the thing is, <laughs> I just get really excited because even though it is a few months away and we're not really at the point where we we need to be wrapping up presents and things. I'm really looking forward to putting on the Christmas music and wrapping up those presents. You know, the, it it it's the kind of thing that most people do, and there's there's nothing unique about that at all. But I just really look forward to that. For, you know, I'm getting pretty good at rapping. <laughs> I always remember my sister used to be the. She used to be the best at rapping, but I'm feeling competitive. I'm I'm hoping that I might be able to to uh, give her a run for her money. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I also have to remember that my brother's birthday is on Boxing Day. I've probably brought that up in previous episodes. Yeah. I, I suppose I'm going to talk a lot about Christmas because I generally don't do any podcast episodes uh, during the Christmas holidays. So yeah, um, so that's another thing. Yeah, because uh, I I just feel like I've probably said this before. I I kind of do my Christmas shopping as early as possible because like sometimes I need to order stuff and. I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know. Yeah, the, there are certain things I do in preparation. And I've just no idea how long it's going to take to do all these things. So I, I do kind of get on with it as soon as possible. Like, it, it, like some preparation. I'm, I'm kind of toying with the idea of doing stuff for Christmas 2007 in December. It may sound crazy. But I'm talking about things like um, designs for, you know, I've been getting into doing kind of t-shirt designs that kind of look like Christmas sweaters um, with, with kind of beluga tunes stuff on it. And that's the kind of thing I just feel like if I did it during the Christmas holidays and didn't worry about finishing it on time, necessarily uh i just you know saved it until once it was done i can save it until next christmas anyway it it is it is i'm i know it's silly because it's it's early september but that's how much i like christmas (laughs) but you said he was all right Yes, he's lost his left hand, so he's going to be all right. I'm afraid it's very nearly time for me to send you all on your merry way. Um, now then, was there something that I missed? Because this is always a good opportunity for me to go back and think. You know what, when I talked about Garden State at the, at the start of this podcast, there are a few things that I I didn't have time, I didn't get around to mentioning. Because... Uh, there were a couple of performers in that film that I did really enjoy, and I kind of wish that I, I saw more of them. Um, 
Ian Holm in the role of uh, Zach Braff's father. See, I, I've forgotten what Zach Braff's character is called. <laughs> he isn't Zach Braff in the film, obviously. But uh, I'd never heard Ian Holm do an American accent before. So, yeah, I was, I was quite impressed with that. I think he he did a pretty good job. It sounded sounding like an actual American. <laughs> and also Jim Parsons uh, from The Big Bang Theory, who I actually think is a pretty underrated performer. Like, he, he he's a bit like Michael Cera because he's very good at playing those quiet characters and, and it's all kind of in the expression. He just kind of emotes the the performance <laughs> um, in a way. I, I don't know. It's hard, hard to describe. But yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen a lot more of him because I, I suppose the character he played was kind of brushed aside in the film. And I just felt like, I want to see more. I want to know more about that character. <laughs> uh, maybe they should do a spin-off. I don't know. He, he, he's, like, he's like 50 years old now, Jim Parsons. He doesn't look it at all. He, look, he looks younger than me. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's that taken care of. <laughs> so, the comic book club. Now, every week I talk about the comic book club and I say... It, it's um, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the Goblet's Wine Bar. It's still going to be 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., I think. However, the Goblet's Wine Bar has shut down. And I think we're still trying to work out where we're going to hold the next one. We've still got a couple of weeks to go for that. Um, so, yeah, it's it's sad because we, we, we had some wonderful times at that place. Um and it made me realise because, as a little joke, on my uh, fake comic book covers for each issue of Comic Book Club now, I would um, put in the corner like a little label that said Goblet Press. And I thought that was a nice little little joke about, because yeah, it's called Goblets, and I thought that, that can be the fake publishing company that we're under. So I think I'm just going to call it Sutton Comics from here on, just to keep it general. I don't know. Anyway, um, so uh, I'll, I'll let you know in the next, well, hopefully by, by the next episode, I will know where that's being held. But yeah, that, that's the Comic Book Club Southampton. You can look up details on their Facebook, Comic Book Club Southampton. There you go. Uh, my website is www.belugatoons.com B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S Right. Uh, oh yeah, and there's belugatoons.redbubble.com Go there if you want to have a look at some clothing and accessories that have my designs on them. Um, my Twitter is at belugatoons. I also run at Belugatoons Pod for this podcast. Uh, this podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, and Deezer. And <laughs> SoundCloud. I must have oh, started to forget about that one. You can find it on SoundCloud as well, that's right. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's about it, I think. I think that's everything. I, th I think that's all I needed to, to say. I think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
So take care, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And bye-bye.